Well, here we go. Episode 24 of Nothing to Say, the fans podcast, and what a week it has been. Our last episode we released on November 2nd. We are currently filming this on November 11th, Monday night, so it'll be released November 12th. And what a week it has been. There is a lot that has gone on, and we have a lot to discuss on this episode. But before we get to that, Sam, it has been some time since we have talked on this podcast. How was your last eight, nine days? Uh, it was pretty good. Nothing, nothing really stuck out. So for those of you listening in, it is Monday night. Sam is not in the best mood right now. Um, the Niners, for those of you, who, why would I be? Why would I be in a bad mood? Why? <laughs> for those of you who may not be aware, the Forty Niners uh, lost about uh, twenty minutes ago. Um, so Sam is not in the uh, most pleasant mood. We're gonna I'm try ecstatic. to get. We're, <laughs> we're gonna well, try. Like, let's just get this out of the way. How many people really thought the Niners would start off 8-1 and one in their first nine games? I don't think anybody. So, let's pump the brakes still. They're number one in the NFC still, and they barely lost to Seattle. And they played awful. Hey, I wasn't bagging on your team. I'm just saying you were not um, happy. At it's, just, it's just not like, like I'm irritated because they should have won. They had so many chances to win. And lose that game. So that was fun. But, like, this team has surpassed expectations already. Oh, for sure. Who who cares at this point? It's just gravy. For sure. Um, and we'll, we'll, do a, we'll do a deep dive into the game uh, later on uh, as we go. Um, but we'll kind of go chronologically down the week because a lot has, a lot has happened um, over the past week. Um, and I mean, Sam, unless you have something that you want to, uh, to say that happened uh, through your week, I can, I can talk. Oh, about. I do actually go ahead. So I don't know if we released the episode, but on one of the episodes I talked about this show called temptation Island. Oh yeah. <laughs> and just for an update for you guys, it, it, cause I don't think we released that episode. It's a show where four couples go on this Island and they're split up and have to stay apart from each other for a month while dating like other people. (laughs) And yes, it's as crazy as it sounds. And uh, update, I guess this is spoilers, but there's three couples that are done (laughs) already. And it's like episode five, three out of the four are done. So this guy, he was talking to this girl like, he had a connection with this girl, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't even cheat on his girlfriend with that girl. He gets with two other girls in a threesome and cheats on his girlfriend. So not only did he wrong his girlfriend, but he wronged the girl that he had a connection with. So he was just he was just throwing darts all over the place. Oh, my gosh. And then another dude... This show is caught on camera, and he blurts out, yeah, I'd be fine if me and my girlfriend weren't together. <laughs> like, if she if she broke up with me tomorrow, I'd be fine. That is not a good look. No. And his, and his girlfriend saw that, and 
accordingly ended. Thanks. Yeah, Sam has uh, been completely hooked on this show. Um, he hasn't talked about it much. I think he's right. I don't think we did release that episode because it was complete crap. It's a great <laughs> – for your listening – for your viewing pleasure, I'd go watch that show. <laughs> I have never seen it, nor had I heard of it until uh, you had brought it up. Um, so I, I'm not familiar. But for anybody who does watch the show um, – hope you're enjoying it as much as sam is because if that's the case then they are uh they're doing exactly what they uh set out to do in terms of uh recording that show um so here's the thing so my past week was uh very eventful i got to be a part um and sam i was i sort of talked to you a little bit about this but i didn't go into a lot of detail because i wanted to save it for the show um, so I got to have the opportunity. Um, my dad is an RTO at the, uh, Sacramento County Sheriff's Academy and they had a family night and, uh, during the family night, um, there was an auction for, uh, Raiders tickets and, uh, the stipulation with these tickets was, um, there were on-field passes included and you were to be, uh, you were also to be escorted by Bill Romanowski, who was, uh, a former Raiders player. Well, this open house happened a couple months ago. Um, nobody was bidding on the tickets, so my dad was just like – well, actually, my mom was, uh, told my dad. She was like, well, why don't we just try to bid for it and see if we can get it? Well, for four sideline passes and four tickets, it only ended up being about $600. So it was a, it was a steal um, to, get a, to get four tickets and four sideline passes. So the game that we went to was the Thursday night game against uh the uh los angeles chargers which still is so weird to say i almost said san diego um which was an absolute the game in and of itself was super super fun raiders won 26 to 24 it was an extremely close game it came down to the last literally the last play um it was it was so much fun uh the stadium was thumping it was so packed having all, I mean, just the entire fan base, it seemed like was there. It was, it was super fun. So here was the one downside to the night, the one downside. So with these on-field passes, um, the on-field passes were supposed to come with Bill Romanowski. Now, Bill Romanowski, um, his, father-in-law unfortunately had passed away like two or three days before the game and the funeral was scheduled on friday the day after the football game so he couldn't make it to the game so because he couldn't make it to the game our sideline passes instead of getting delivered with bill got to us about two hours late so by the time we got the on-field passes we got all the way down to the field. We had to go through regular security. And by the time we got down to the field, they were like, yeah, you got about 10 minutes left before you got to go back up to your seats. So we were like, why didn't they let you stay up the whole game? Well, okay. So here's the thing. So the idea, and there was a possibility that if Romanowski was there with us, uh, we would have been able to stay during to stay on the field the entire game. The guy who had a connection to Romanowski was one of my dad's former recruits, and they had talked, um, and he was going to try to swing that to get us to stay um, on the field the entire game. But obviously that didn't happen because Romanowski wasn't 
there um, for a good reason, but he wasn't there. Um, so we got down to the field, and not only did we only have like 15 minutes left, but the football field is sectioned off into four sections. It's base. Well, I think it's I think it's four sections. It might have been two. But you walk out at about the 50-yard line, and then to the left side of the field, which would have been, I believe, the north side of the field, section two is from the goal line to the 20-yard line. And on the south side of the field, section one is from the 20-yard line to the goal line. Well, the Raiders were on the south end of the uh, um, field on section one. We were on section two. So we were actually on the sideline on the Chargers side, watching the Chargers warm up. So that kind of stunk. So while the game in and of itself was really, really fun, and and everything you would have wanted from a game, we'll never know what we missed out on. And what we're assuming we missed out on was, one, being on the sideline for a heck of a lot longer, two – Possibly being, uh, well, more than likely being taken over to the Raiders by Romanowski and being able to meet some of the players. Staying on the field the entire game. And then maybe locker room access. So we missed out potentially on a lot of stuff, which was a big, big bummer. God damn it, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was it was like as fun as the night was that was the one downside um that uh that was really uh really kind of a bummer for as great guys, as the game was you guys got the um those tickets were included with the on-field passes yes and the tickets were actually in a section of the stadium uh it was club access seats so they were really good seats oh. They and, looked really good. You guys looked really close. Yeah, we were. So we were in the second level. But the, the cool thing was is that the section that we were sitting in was actually a section that is – I keep saying section. But it was sectioned off for Raiders players' families. So oh, the fa- sick. Yeah, so the family behind us was actually Tyrell Williams' family. There was a, a group of um, people a couple rows ahead of us that was clearly connected to DeAndre Washington somehow. The dude sitting next to me, uh, or the two guys sitting next to me, I believe were connected to Trent Brown, A, because they were the size of buildings, <laughs> and B, because they had um, an offensive lineman uh, jacket on it uh, that I believe said TB, and underneath it said car insurance because the offensive line, that's their nickname. Um, and then uh, Marshawn Lynch's mom was also a couple seats away from us. Um, when, by the way, you could tell it was Marshawn Lynch's mom for two reasons. One, she had a jersey that said Mama Lynch, but she turned around, and good Lord, does Marshawn Lynch look like his mother. Oh, my gosh. She looked like she was going to go on the field and truck the Chargers. She, they look exactly alike. It was crazy. Like I looked at my dad. I was like, dude, I think that's Marshawn Lynch's mom. And she turned around, and we both looked at each other. We're like, yeah, <laughs> that's her. <laughs> that's her. <laughs> Um, so that was nice. We got to sit with people who weren't crazy rowdy, um, and uh, that that was nice. Um, but the funniest, the funniest thing by far, the funny and the story that I wanted to save for the podcast was this guy, my dad's former recruit who um, who put the tickets up for auction. He, when he was younger, 
actually worked as a bat boy for the uh, for the A's. And in his first year, he actually so apparently when you get hired, you start working on the visitor side first. So he was on the visitor side for about a year and a half, I believe. Um, and I'm not going to say the dude's name. Um, but uh, I think after about a year and a half, he got promoted to the, to the A's side. And for a while, he actually was Jason Giambi's personal assistant for like three years, I think. Um, so he, would, he told those stories about how he would drive like a half an hour to in and out to go get Giambi's in and out burger because he wanted, because Giambi wanted an in and out burger. So he would, he would run all these errands. Yeah. He would run all these errands for him, but he got to house it for Giambi. Did he he pick up Giambi's like needles and PED? Uh, I'm sure he did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Being his assistant for three years. I'm sure he did. Yeah, I'm Uh, sure he did. But he said he got to drive around like his Ferrari um, he, I mean, so he, cool. yeah, he was his assistant for a while and here was the funniest part. So he said, he said, baseball players are really different from basketball players. And here was the example he gave us. He said that like Giambi would give him, and it wasn't necessarily just Giambi, but he would have baseball players like give him like $300 and say, Hey, go, go get me uh, go get me lunch. Keep the change. Kind of thing, Oh my right? gosh. Right. So you'd have baseball players who would give you like $300. You'd go buy a $10 meal and then they'd be like, all right, cool. Keep the change. So you'd just get like $290. That just, tip? Right, yeah, just big tip. Well, this guy, uh, my dad's former recruit, also because of the way that the Oakland uh, Coliseum and the, the Warriors' former stadium um, is uh, oriented. I don't know if any of you have ever been there. but They're the across foot, the street. They're literally right next to each other. Like you could – throw a football from the Oakland Coliseum and hit the Warriors stadium. They're that close. Yeah. Oracle. Yeah. So he also got to uh, do sideline stuff for NBA games. He worked an all-star weekend. He did a dunk contest. Um, he, he got to do a whole bunch of stuff in the NBA. So he told us a story about Tracy McGrady, right? Where Tracy McGrady had asked him to go get him a burger. Right, mm-hmm. so Tracy gave him like ten bucks. Right, and he went to go get him a burger. He brings Tracy the burger, and then Tracy looked him dead in the eye without blinking, and he's like, "Hey, is the change in the bag?" Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, the change is in the bag." All right, thanks. So what we learned was that Tracy McGrady. What, what year of T Mac was this? I'm not sure. You don't know what year this was? I, I don't know. It was, was, it, it, was early. He it was early. For, he never played for Golden State, right? Um, no, I, I think it was an all-star weekend. So he was an all-star. Yeah. And it was <sighs> – so what we learned was that Tracy McGrady is a lousy tipper. And not only that, but just the difference between the basketball players and baseball players. He said, he said like all the baseball players, like literally almost all of them that they met, he would just like give you like $300, $400 to go do something. Just say, keep the change. And then the basketball players were like just ridiculously stingy. Well, is he only know like of Tracy McGrady? I'm not sure. He got to rub shoulders with, uh, with a bunch of, uh, a bunch of players, but the whole, the story about Tracy McGrady asking if the, 
if there was if the change was still in the bag was uh hilarious to me. Well, there was a point if he was in Orlando, he was making ten mil a year. <laughs> yeah. And if he was in Houston, he was making fifteen a year. Mm-hmm. Until the very end, he was making twenty million. Yeah. So he had some uh, pennies to spare. But if it if we if we give him the benefit of the doubt, if it was like nineteen ninety nine two thousands, he was only making one point seven million. Oh, only right. Which is chump change, you know. <laughs> well, here's the thing: like, if a burger costs six bucks and I give you a ten. Like, I, give me the change. My dad would do the same thing. <laughs> I just, I, I thought in the pantheon of how much money uh, NBA players make, it was just a funny story to hear. Um, well, it's, it's not like he paid for a $10 burger. He paid for a $6 burger. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying it was, it was a, it was a funny story to hear um, in, in context with just how much money, um, the uh, and in comparison to to what the baseball players were doing for him, T um, Mac, I got your back, man. <laughs> Jason's trying to throw you under the bus. I got your back. Hey, I'm just telling a story. <laughs> he only made 162 million for his career, dude. Only right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know we're gonna end up making that much off this podcast one day, but I mean. I still, I okay. I can't even say that without laughing. <laughs> he made fifteen thousand for one year. Fifteen thousand. Yeah, not fifteen million. I didn't even know contracts go that low. That's interesting. Um, so that was my cool sports story for the week. Um, the Marine Corps ball also happened on. Um, Saturday, which was no. How'd that go, Jason? It was good. It was a a really good night. Um, and to our viewers who don't know what the Marine Corps ball is, could you explain that? Yeah, it was basically so the Marine Corps birthday. The Marine Corps' two hundred forty fourth birthday was uh, on November tenth. Well, happy birthday! Oh, and uh, Happy Veterans Day. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Today too. Yeah, thank you. Um, and uh, it's still weird uh, having people say that to me. Wait, do you? Um, but you're not a veteran. Not technically, but it's still like it goes around as a courtesy, as something you say to to people who are still in. But no, technically, I'm not a veteran. But you're not even an active service. Well, I, you're active reserve, um, <clears throat> but well, it doesn't matter. I'm, <laughs> I'm actively the backup QB. Oh, great game today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you see me, you see me pat those, pat the ass. I was wiping the balls real good today. Woo. Um, so you, you took credit for that. I took credit for what? For being a veteran. Well, what am I supposed to say to somebody who says happy veterans day? Just be like, yeah, I'm not a vet. Keep walking. Oh, you like, too. But like, wait, were you, were you wearing Marine stuff? At the ball? No, at the during today. Today? No, I was not. Then okay. Yeah. Just pe- people at the gym know I'm a Marine, so um so the Marine Corps' two hundred and forty fourth birthday was no on November tenth. Um that was a Sunday, so the ball was held on a Saturday. Um mm-hmm. it was held in downtown Sacramento. Um 
and uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I, I really, uh, I really enjoyed the night. Um, I took a coworker from uh, Fitness MD. Um, she seemed to have a really good time. I was really happy that she came with yeah, me. She did it. There's no one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, she she seemed to have a really good time. Um, I was. What'd you guys out. do? Well, I'll, I'll explain that. Um, so, uh, and like I said, I, I was really happy she came with me. And what it ended up, what ended up happening was, um, the, from about five to six thirty was like cocktail hours. So just kind of socialize with people there, um, Gross. kind of hang out. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, uh, from about six forty-five to seven, you kind of made your way to the, to the dining hall, um, nice. found, found your seats. Um, you had seats reserved. Um, and what then kind of food are we talking about here. So the food that we had was, it was chicken, mashed potatoes, uh, broccoli. Oof. Uh, yeah, those three, Oof. uh, it was pretty good. Okay. Um, so I, I about, prefer ham myself. You prefer but... ham to chicken? Oh yeah. Oh, that's interesting. No, I, I would take like chicken. Not... Not fatty <clears throat> ham. Like you're talking thick. about like Thanksgiving Christmas style like big ham. Yeah, like you get one of the and you cut that thing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um so from about seven to seven ten they showed a video um about the Marines and the Marines history. Then there was a little ceremony. Um and then we had a um we had a guest speaker, ninety-four-year-old uh, corporal from the Marines, who uh, who has a who has a purple uh, purple heart with two stars. Um, he told us he was, I believe, stabbed with a bayonet like twice. I think he was shot. Jesus. <clears throat> um, and uh, he fought at Iwo Jima. Um, so, for those of you who don't know what battle that was, there's a there's a very famous picture of uh, U.S. Marines. Um, putting a flag on top of oh um, is that the marines that is the marines and that's on iwo jima um so if in you li- Japan. yeah if you literally type in u.s marines iwo jima that picture pops up um it's yeah, a very fun. famous very famous military picture it was one of the deadliest battles um in world war ii he fought there um he also fought at uh, Guadalcanal. He told us a couple stories about some of the, to be frank, some of the people he had killed. Um, not to be graphic, Jeez. but one of them involved, I believe, stabbing somebody in the neck. Um, See, it, how do you, how do you dude, wrap your head around doing that? It's Killing hard. someone you don't know. Here's, here's the thing. And here's one thing that I've found um, as, as being in the, in the Marines – um, and because and, everybody, everybody who I talked to um, when I first joined, um, at least all the all the recruiters were like, yeah, when you come back, uh, you're going to be a completely you're going to be a different person. Um, and I don't agree with that. I don't think I'm a different person. I, I think I <clears throat> view the world a little bit differently and I, I look at people a little bit differently. But in terms of my personality, um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm the same. But. There was about week seven, week eight, when we were first learning how to uh, kind of operate and fire our, our rifles. Um, our drill instructor sat us all down and he looked at, all, he looked at us and he, he asked his question. He said, um, I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but he looked at us and he said, do you know why you guys are here? 
which I thought was a dumb question at the time because I was like, yeah, we're trying to be Marines. I don't. Costing uh, taxpayers money. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, you're not wrong. I... <laughs> yeah, um, I pay your salary. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I appreciate that. Um, and uh, he said, uh, he said, you, he said, you're here for one reason. You're here to learn how to kill people. That was his line to us. Really, though? That was his line to us. And in a sense, he was right. But I don't think he phrased it properly because it's not necessarily that we were there to learn how to kill people. I think we were. I think a better way of phrasing it and the way that I look at it now is if put in that situation, we were mm-hmm. taught how to survive and how to get more and how to how get I- home how i would wrap my head around it is if i don't kill this person he or she is going to hurt one of my like comrades yeah and that's the way that i've looked at it since boot camp is i didn't go to boot camp to learn how to kill people but if put in that situation i know how to survive and i i I told i told a couple people this before because I remember one time we were doing a, a training operation where we were firing blanks and you actually had to point your rifle at other people and fire blanks. And it was one of the first times oh, that I had, lift, I had lifted up my rifle and had another person at the end of my reticle. And it was a weird Ooh. image. At, it was a weird image at first. But as soon as I pulled it up, I didn't hesitate to pull the trigger. And what I realized was that I don't ever want to kill anybody and i don't ever want to be put in that situation and dear god i hope i'm not put in that situation but if i am i wouldn't hesitate because i know for a fact that if i don't get rid of whoever's in front of me then it's either it's either me or him you sound like a school shooter well no (laughs) no i don't i wouldn't hesitate pulling the trigger (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying i would hesitate to pull the trigger on a field of children i'm saying in a war scenario um what about a like an elderly home an elderly home yeah dude we're getting way off (laughs) (laughs) so yeah they did i don't even think we we said they won well no because we were we were talking about the week prior and we got off topic so oh my gosh yeah we did we'll circle our way back to sports um, so that, uh, that, that'll sort of end, uh, the, the week, the week conversation. Cause Sam decided to transition. <laughs> um, well, it's, just in- it's interesting. Like people don't have to think about that. Like, what, how do you, how do you determine that you're going to end someone's life? Um, you, I mean, I mean, I've never been in that situation. And like I said, I don't ever want to be in that situation, but you'll, when the time comes, um, if, I mean, if that time ever did come, it's just, it's, it's, you just have to, you trust your training and it's either, it's either that guy or that person at the end of, uh, your reticle or it's you and you want to come home to your family. So you're going to do everything you can, uh, to come home to your family. And if that means, you know, ending that person's life, then, um, that, that's, that's what's going to need to happen. Um, do you think that would, uh, do you think that would haunt you? I'm sure it, I'm sure it would. Um, I think, I think in the situation, if it was in a, if it was in a, a firefight, 
Um, I think it would be something that, yes, of course, would stick with me. Um, but in the back of my mind, I would know I, you know, I, I had to do it because if I, if I didn't, yeah. then, then if, if I didn't, then I'm not going to be able to come home and see my family. And at the bottom, and at the end of the, at the end of the day, that's, that's just the most important thing is coming home. Um, so, but yeah, I definitely do think it would, yeah, it'd be something it'd be like, hard to shake. I feel like I could, I could live with it. I could justify like my actions in a war for sure to where for I, sure. I could be okay with it. Yes. And I think, and I think that's a, a valid point to make it haunting is probably, um, a, a, a very, it's a very strong word. Um, but in mm-hmm. the, in this, in the situation, um, in the situation that presented itself, um, yeah, it would be something that you could look back at and go, yeah, well, I had to do it or else I, I wouldn't have come home. Yeah. So while I, get... I would, yeah, uh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, well, I'm just saying like, I wouldn't like celebrate. No, no. Like the number of the number of kills I had or something like that. No. No. Um and honestly like if it, the chance would never present itself um but if if you could uh I mean it'd be tough but if you could no, I'm not even going to forget it. I'm not even going to go down that road. Do you think there's ever going to be a time where humans intellectually grow enough to where war isn't the answer? Because if you think about it, is there any other species on Earth that goes to war? No. Like exactly. even goes to battles. Nothing. I mean, I mean, you have animals who have like, like the equivalent that's, of like that's like a fights. one-on-one yeah, like conflict fights, type of no, thing not it's not like... it's not like a pack of hyenas going to a pack of lions and like strategically dismantling their lives no no i i don't like, know is it, <laughs> is, <laughs> I don't it's know. just like not to knock on your profession but like i think there should be a point where we're above that well i'm telling you right now society. even even though it's something that i've trained for and something that i'm a part of um, it, it's not something that the major majority of us want to do. Like a lot of, I mean, that's why there are hundreds of jobs in the Marines. Like not every single job is all about going down and, and kicking doors uh, in and, and going pew pew. So that'll sort of uh, wrap up our conversation um, about the last week and we got really off topic, but I think it was a good conversation. I think it was something that, uh, I mean, we talk a lot about sports, so it was nice to be able to branch out and, and talk about other stuff a little bit. Um, so Sam, I'm ready to move on to some sports. You ready? Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, uh, let's do what we always do. Give a quick recap of the week and we'll dive a little bit into the game. So Thursday night, uh, hey, Aaron Andrews, Aaron Andrews, just win, baby. Raiders, 26-24. And, uh, man, I, I, I'm only – for those of you who don't get the Aaron Andrews reference, um, man, I – I, I didn't get it at all. Yes, you did. <laughs> man, I wanted Derek – I kind of wanted Derek Carr to, to after, the, uh, after the interview with Aaron Andrews just to say baby uh, to her. But you know what Derek's uh, – Derek's he have a wife? Yeah, Derek's a classy guy. Derek's a classy guy. I mean, it would his never... wife would have 
tore him a new one. And would never stoop to such a level as Jimmy Garoppolo. But whatever. <laughs> anyway. Hottest man in <laughs> uh, anyway, so the Jets beat the Giants 34-27. The Titans have decided to uh, win every single game since Sam decided not to pick them. They beat the Chiefs 35-32. Uh, the Saints lost for whatever reason against uh, the Matt Ryan-led Falcons. Matt Ryan had been out for a while, came back 26-9 to over the Saints. The Ravens thumped the Bengals. 49-13, and I think thumped is I don't know why you used thumped for <laughs> everything. Hey, you know what? It's a fun word. It's an emphatic word, thumped. so we're, so we're going to roll with it. Um, the Browns barely beat the Bills 19-16. Um, they, did, they didn't thump them? No, they did not thump them. Yeah, they flicked them. The Bears beat the Lions 20-13. The Buccaneers barely beat the Cardinals 30-27. to The Dolphins... The Dolphins beat the Colts 16-12. I know. Uh, and speaking of close games, the Packers uh, narrowly beat the Panthers 24-16. Vikings also escaped with the win 28-24 over the Cowboys. The Steelers beat the Rams 17-12. And the Seahawks in overtime just beat the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every game other than the <laughs> Saints game and the Ravens game was within one possession. Yeah, it was a that's crap. It was a close. Uh, there were some good games this weekend. The Raiders Chargers game. Yeah, the Raiders Chargers game was was really close. Just a little bit about that game. Philip Rivers threw three interceptions, but also had two taken away from him. So he threw five, and then he also had one that was dropped. So very easily could have been six interceptions. I mean, he was just. Good. No, he was throwing it around the yard, um, and he enjoyed throwing it to the Raiders, which I really enjoyed as well, and so did the was entire fan base. Was his uh, 11 kids in the yard? <laughs> you know what? They probably would have made better targets than his wide receivers. <laughs> oh. Um, and the Raiders, on the other hand, uh, I would I said it – I believe I said it last week, but I would feel so much more comfortable with the Raiders' offense on the field going down, uh, winning a game – uh, than their defense, and their offense went down, got the touchdown that they needed, and it was up to the defense, and give the defense credit, eight plays, the Chargers went zero yards besides the uh, the penalty yards that the Raiders gave them. I think there was like a 10-yard penalty. Um, but in eight plays, zero yards, defense came up huge. Cleveland Farrell had two and a half sacks, had a breakout game. Carl Joseph had an interception. Eric Harris had two interceptions, was actually three, but one got taken away. And uh, there was, oh gosh, um, Max Crosby. Max Crosby, um, another rookie for the Raiders, somebody who I think he was like a fourth-round pick, has made a huge impact on defense. He had 10 quarterback pressures during the game, had a half a sack. He was in Phillip Rivers' lap all night. Um, the Raiders, the Raiders played. Uh, play. I don't know why you're laughing. He was, dude. It was, was crazy. He, was he? I can just imagine like big Max Crosby, Max Crosby, uh, sitting on Phillip's lap, asking for like a like a train set for Christmas. You know what I want, Philip? I want you to throw it um, to our defense. Is that okay? I just want you to drop the ball so I can score this Christmas. That'd be really great. And you I know what he, he did? Good boy. 
Uh, he has real been. good boy. <laughs> he has been. He's been playing really <laughs> well for the Raiders. <laughs> um, so I, here's a game that I want to talk about real quick, the Ravens game. Do we have to talk about that? What do you think? What's you thinking about Lamar Jackson making a case for MVP? Uh, he is – dude, it's tough. So before the game tonight started, I was talking about this with other people. I was saying Lamar Jackson should be – because if should be the front runner to win MVP. Mm-hmm. Just looking off of the gaudy stats that he's putting up. It's insane. But the things that Russell Wilson did tonight to evade the pass rush and piss me the F off <laughs> was like at one point Tyler Lockett was out and he yeah, was oh, throwing yeah. to something Taylor or something like that. Like he was throwing to no name guys. Hollister or whatever is his third string tight end that he's turning into a stud. Like I, I you just have to give it to Russell Wilson, I think. He's doing more with less. I think at this point there are four people in the NFL who have legitimate claims okay. to to NFL MVP, and that's Let's Lamar, Russell. Russell being number one, I agree with you. Um, okay. Russell being number one, and then insert 1A, 1B, and 1C. Her cousin? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. It would be uh, Lamar, and then there are two others. And I, I Christian McCaffrey. He is one of them, but there's one more. Rogers. No, it Dalvin Cook actually. Um, uh, Dalvin Cook, his his. I saw a stat. Um, his stats compared to Adrian Peterson's um, NFL uh, MVP season. His stats are actually better than AP's that year. Well. Um, Different league, different time, and obviously Russell and Lamar are doing things that, you know, that was a totally different outrageous. story, too. Exactly. It was, but I do think that there are four players who have – like, there. Russell is, I agree with you, the favorite right now, and I would pick him as the NFL MVP, but the other three are at least in the team photo. <laughs> like – they get to they get to sit next to them at the Heisman Trophy ceremony exactly. and congratulate them. <laughs> exactly. I love that. You always see like like when ESPN does throwbacks to like uh, Reggie Bush winning or something like that. Like the two white QBs are beside him that everyone knows aren't going to win, <laughs> and then it's Reggie. like you always see like no name white guys just sitting next to a stud. Did you see, Heisman? Did you see the play? Where the Ravens it put in the backfield Lamar, Robert Griffin, and Mark Ingram. Yeah, the triple Heisman. The triple Heisman package. That was one of the coolest things I had. They need to do seen. that. First off, if I'm RG3, I'm lightweight mad. Right. <laughs> Why? That, his, he has a glass knee, and they're putting him out wide on an option play and making him a runner. <laughs> oh, so you're like, saying at that point, have RG3 take the direct snap and pitch it to Lamar? Oh, for sure. Right, because I feel like you're just putting RG three in a position to get injured. Well, I feel like you put him in a position to get injured every time you send him on the field. Well, he doesn't get on the field very often, so yeah, true. Um, but man, that was one of the coolest just pictures. Just having Lamar, because as a defense, it's like, well, good luck guessing where the ball's going to go because you have three legitimate options 
um, to where mm-hmm. that's going to go. And the play ended up being really cool. The fake to Ingram, Lamar taking it about five yards and then pitching it to RG3 for another, like, nine. Um, that was a really cool play I didn't cool know Mark design. Ingram was a Heisman. I didn't either. <laughs> for uh, Alabama? Um, I'll look that up real quick. Um, I didn't know he was – it didn't even dawn on me that he was a Heisman. Uh, yeah, University of Alabama. Um, mm. I didn't know he was a Heisman either until they had they had said it after the game. They said triple Heisman package, and I was like, "Oh, Mark. Oh, okay. I didn't know that he was a Heisman winner." <laughs> well, I mean, who? What's his name? Trent Richardson was also. Oh, true. Way back when. I think he was a Heisman, and he was trash. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what that's the glory about having a fans podcast. You, but that's that wasn't the only game that was cool. No, there were some good games. You had Tennessee upsetting a Patrick Mahomes-led Chiefs. Yeah, and for Patrick Mahomes being gone for uh, a little while, they certainly didn't shy away uh, with using him. He threw 50 times. Heck yeah, bro. They need him. (laughs) Yeah. There also was the Browns upsetting Buffalo. Which was very good for the Raiders. Just yeah. as a side note. <laughs> side and note. <laughs> what else is good for the Raiders? The Colts losing to Miami. Very good. Fit, very good. What's not so good is Pittsburgh getting the win against L.A. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Um, Could Pittsburgh make the playoffs? Well, let's take a look here. So we'll go to the standings. Um, and Pittsburgh right now is, uh, they're two games behind the Ravens. They're not going to catch the Ravens. So their only chance in all likelihood now. Yeah. So their only chance is to, um, fight for a wild card. So right now, if the playoffs ended today, I believe the Raiders are seven. So because the Raiders are seven, I assume that means the Steelers are seven because they have the same record. Um, they haven't played each other. Right. So the Patriots are eight and one. Chiefs are six and four. Ravens are seven and two. The Texans are six and three. Those would be your division winners. Mm-hmm. And tied at five and four, you have the Colts. Now the t- Titans are five and five. Um, but tied at five and four, you have the Colts, the Steelers, the Raiders. Um, but the Bills are six and three. So they would take one of those wild card spots. Um, and I'm assuming you're, you're losing our audience real quick of all these numbers and, well, and so, records. Well, I mean, I'm explaining it as clearly yeah, yeah, as I can. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard to do on it, but uh, you're just going very thorough into it. Well, I, I think the Bills are the first wild card, and then yeah, the they're Bills, in. They're in. And then I think the Colts are the other wild card right now. Why um, would the Colts be? They because, have more conference. They beat the Texans. The Raiders did not. Uh, the Raiders did beat the Colts, but um, I, I think right now the Bills and the Colts are. Is that um, how they do tiebreakers, though? I'm I'm not sure. Is um, isn't it like conference wins? Uh, could be. Could be. I, I'm not. I'm not well educated on on the tiebreakers. I just know that the Raiders are one out, and I'm assuming the only team ahead of them would be the Colts, because the Steelers I don't think would be, and obviously the Bills are six and three. So, it's right here, right now, Jason Russell. Mm-hmm. Are you confident in your Oakland Raiders? 
making the playoffs. I think they have a legitimate shot. Yes. Go, can um, you do you have their schedule up right now? I do. Can you go through the remaining seven games? Um, so Bengals at home, Dub. Jets on the road, Dub. Chiefs on the road. Okay. That's gonna be that that'll be a that'll be a huge game for the Raiders if they want to be taken seriously. Um to go to Kansas City and perform well. If they lose, they can't get blown out. Um I don't even so, think it matters. And then their last four games are home against the Titans. Okay. Home against the Jaguars. Okay. On the road against the Chargers, but that's probably going to end up being a home game for the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> and then in Denver. So oh, they, have, they have a legit shot. They have they have a chance. They have a chance if they can win their they next can two games. Ten and six. They can. They can. Um, cause if they can win their next two games, which in all accounts, they should against the Bengals and the jets, mm-hmm. even if they, so they'd be seven and four, if they lose to the chiefs, then they're seven and five. Um, and then they have four teams that they, that, uh, that they can beat. They can beat the Titans and the Jaguars and they've already beat the chargers and the Broncos once. So they, they do, I mean, they got a shot, man. Um, and with the way they've been playing recently, it's, it's certainly not out of the question. So you'd have them – the real question is, do you think the Bills or Colts are going to take up that final wild card spot? So or the, Bi- the Texans too because the Texans haven't won that division yet. Um, I think the St- – so the Steelers, um, they play the Browns twice, the Bengals, Cardinals, Jets, Bills, and Ravens. So they're not playing um, really hard teams either. Um, the, must be nice the, to be in the AFC, right? The, uh, the bills, um, they play the dolphins, Denver, Cowboys, Ravens, Steelers, Patriots, Bills. So they have the Cowboys, the Ravens and the Patriots. Um, so that'll be a tough road for them. And then, in ter- and then in terms of the Texans, the Texans have a, a, uh, they have a pretty tough schedule. They, they have the Ravens, Colts, Patriots, Broncos, Titans, Bucks, and then the Titans again. That's not that bad. So I think the Raiders, their back half schedule is probably easier than um, the other teams that are fighting for that wild card spot right now. So they have good a chance. For, good for Oakland or they, Las Vegas. I don't know which one. Hey, you know what? Let's just say the Raiders get a wild card. The the Niners um, make it to the playoffs, and then for whatever reason, we get a Raiders Forty Nine ers Super Bowl. Let's just let's cross our fingers. And the Raiders win, but they don't get to have a banner. In Oakland. In Oakland. <laughs> that would be so bad. That would be so funny. That would be that. T- they would well it would go under Oakland Raiders, but it would be hung in Las Vegas. Big big facts, yeah. Oh man, that would suck. For the Where Oakland would the parade Vegas. be? It'd be in Oakland, right? It would have to be in Oakland, I would imagine. Assuming that somebody doesn't set up a bomb in Oakland. Oh man, dude! It is just driving through there. It is it's a just... sniper shot. Fuck you, Mark Davis. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what? But what a send off to Oakland that would be. I mean, it'd be a downer, but it would also be a good send off too. Um. So let's, the, let's... the rest of the weekend though. Green Bay gets a huge whoa, whoa, win. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yo, we've done deep dives into a couple games. We're gonna do a deep dive into your team. 
No, 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 no. Wait, one, one. The Sunday night game. Did you get to watch that? The one against the the Vikings Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did actually. Really good game. It was the Vikings did not allow Zeke to do anything. I mean, he couldn't get anything going. Twenty carries, forty-seven yards, zero touchdowns. So, let me ask you this: After watching that game, are you okay with the fact that John Gruden traded away Amari Cooper? You know, I tell you what. Um, looking back at it, <laughs> I'd almost rather have Coop than Khalil right now. <laughs> Big, um, yeah. <laughs> Just in the sense that but you they, look at that wasn't the straight up pick. No. Um, it was like Abrams was probably the pick. What if what if the pick they got Josh Jacobs? Would you rather have Josh Jacobs or Amari Cooper? Josh, it, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. I'm sorry, Amari Cooper might be a top three wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, but Josh Jacobs is going to be the the rookie of the year for sure, and he's going to so be what? he's going to get better as he goes. The dude is a monster. I don't know how often you get to watch him, but no, he's a good player, but he's not he's not going to be top five in his position. Ooh, that's a stretch. He might be in years to come. He might be, bro. I'm just I'm trying to give Amari Cooper credit. That oh, man, he made deserves three all the three toe toe tap grabs in one drive mm-hmm. that were. Mental, yeah, and it, it looks just so effortless for him. Yeah, he uh, he has done amazing things since going to Dallas. He had eleven receptions, one hundred forty-seven yards, one touchdown. Um, but I, having having Coop on the Raiders would solve the the problem of the Raiders not having a true number one. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, it would be great to have Coop. Yeah, um, you you don't like Tyrell. I love Tyrell. He's not but a he's, true number one. No, he's just – he's not. He's never played that position. He's never been a number one, and he's hes not a number one. And that's not a knock against Tyrell. That's just not what he's made his career doing. I mean, um, he didn't go there with, like, the prospect of being a number one wide receiver. Antonio Brown was there. Exactly. So he's being asked to do something that he wasn't even asked to do once he – got there his role changed once you're you're 100 right his role changed once a b left. oh i know <clears throat> yeah you're always right right <laughs> um just spin facts over here right but that's a huge win for kirk cousins mm-hmm. and the minnesota vikings more so, i think more so for kirk than even just the vikings because he he, he was has not one been good six against dallas uh yeah and against teams that are above 500 he has a Horrible record. I don't have the stat in front of me, but it was like it was shocking. I think he only has won like one game against teams that are over five hundred since being in Minnesota. Is um, is Dallas right now? Would you be scared to play Dallas in the postseason? Well, it sort of depends on what team I am, because Minnesota so, gave you a blueprint. You stop, stop Zeke. Yeah. And let Dak throw it across the yard. Pretty much. Now Dak had a good game. Like let's not over let's not overlook what he did because he threw for uh, three hundred and ninety seven yards, three touchdowns, and he, he had one pick. But he had a good that game was, as well. And the pick wasn't even like that um, egregious. It was like a it was on like a last play, right? 
Something like, oh, uh, yes. Yeah, it was the Hail yeah. Mary, which was yes. a perfect Hail Mary throw, by the way. Oh. Um, it was like, I know sometimes you see Hail Marys go like fly out the back of the end zone, land short. No, it was dead center um, in the end zone. He gave his re- receivers all the chance in the world to go get that ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you're I 100% think, right. Again, like Dallas, yeah. because they're just so inconsistent and they start slow. In they every do. game. I think they're a leg below Green Bay, New Orleans, and San Francisco. For sure. Um, and and Minnesota. Well, box score, it was 14-0 in the, fourth, in the uh, first quarter. Dallas mm-hmm. didn't do anything. So starting slow, um, yeah, they, they – I think you're right. I do think Minnesota – and gosh, it's so weird saying and that. And Seattle that, is better. They would be the worst team in the NFC. Playoff. Yeah. It's so weird looking at the standings right now and seeing that the Seahawks and the Vikings would be your wild card teams. Pretty nu- the NFC is nuts. It's it's amazing how how good the NFC is. And even the Panthers. Like the Panthers are sort of a surprise team after losing Cam. Yeah. Like they're no slouch. Uh-uh. Um, but the Saints, Packers, Niners, Cowboys right now are your division winners. But your wild card is Seattle and the Vikings. Um, and just even, I mean, obviously the Cowboys are going to get, um, they're the worst. You're right. They're the worst team. But saying Seattle and the Vikings are your wild card, you look at that compared to the AFC with it being the Bills and the Colts. It's like, it's not even close. No. And no offense to the Bills and Colts, they've played well this year, but the NFC is just on another level. Yeah. And like you who, have top to bottom Super Bowl contenders. And who knows what the Eagles are going to do, too? They're on a two game win streak. And they're just coming off a bye. Mm-hmm. They have the Patriots next, which is going to be an In interesting Philly. game. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting game. Having the mm-hmm. Patriots coming off their loss. Um, and going they have up a bye, right? The, uh, yeah. So they're both going to be fresh. Yeah. Uh, Patriots probably have that. I think some stat out there is Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are like 90% win rate coming off by or something like that. Yeah. Um, But that's going to be – I didn't realize that was one of the matchups this weekend. That's going to be a really good game. Really interesting at least. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Let's get this over with. Yep, let's do it. Um, So 27-24 – there's no longer an undefeated team in the NFL, Sam. Uh, I'm giving you the, the I'm giving you the floor. I don't really need to say much. This is your game. Um, uh, it was a good. Oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was a it was like a good game to watch. It was a very it was a lot of mix of emotions. Like I was standing there with my hand, my head in my hands as Russell Wilson was driving down the field to score an OT and I jumped up with excitement and was yelling at the top of my lungs when Green uh Greenlaw Greenland Greenlaw the linebacker who's uh in for the uh Kawan Alexander on the Niners just jumped up and picked that ball. That was such a nice play. Like it was a bad throw by Russell Wilson, but it was such a nice play to change directions and leap and get that ball. Dude, he stayed in bounds forever, too. He, he gave him <laughs> such good field position. Yeah. But 
Okay, I'll go to the start of the game. First off, George Kittle can play, which huge loss played pretty huge in that game. Yeah, <laughs> can't be understated. That was huge. But they started off; their defense was playing so well. Seattle couldn't do anything for like the entirety of the first half on that San Francisco defense, and they jumped out to a ten to nothing lead. Mm-hmm. Both teams aren't playing very well on offense, but um, like you're, if as a Niner fan, you're happy when you hold uh, Seattle to just seven going into half, which is what it was looking like. And then Seattle drove down late, and Jackie's Tart, the strong safety for the Niners, stripped DK Metcalf on the two yard line. What a which name, was too. crazy. That was he, an amazing just, play. He mugged DK Metcalf yeah. for that ball, which turned the tides a little bit for the Niners. And then, welcome to the league. <laughs> well, he's been in the league for a little bit, but well, not uh, no DK. Yeah, yeah, but uh, then the second half started, and it was just all Seattle for the third quarter. Is pretty much just all Seattle. It looked bad. Niners were down 11, which is the largest deficit this Niner team has been in. Says a little bit something. Yeah. <laughs> How dominant they've been. But they come all the way back. And you have Jimmy G through one pick that was just freaking ridiculous. Hit, <laughs> hit Kendrick Bournes right in the hands. Right. Right between his two hands and then falls into the lap of the DB. And it was like, really? <laughs> that's that's how it's going to happen? And Jimmy fumbled once. JV and Clowney? Holy cow. Oh, man. That man single-handedly dominated. First off, Joe Staley, who's an all-pro left tackle, just dominated. For sure. Him. And then Mike, poor Mike McGlinchey. He looked so bad against JV and Clowney. Made him whiff. As an O-lineman, whiffing, that's pretty hard to do. Hard just, to do. Just not getting a piece of a big Jadavian Clowney. Just absolutely swinging at a miss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The Clowney was just everywhere in that pocket. So that kind of explains why Garoppolo didn't play very well. But he he looked nervous. He did. And again, this is his 19th start in the NFL. And he threw it to Seattle a couple times that should have been picked off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the in overtime, or no, it, at the very end, the last drive, he threw it right to KJ Wright. And it went through KJ Wright's hands and hit his shoulder pad. Yep. It was bad. It was a bad, bad throw. Uh, but you look at it early on. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders got injured too, which he was supposed to be the the thing that fixed this wide receiver core. And you you see why through this game, why they needed to get Emmanuel Sanders because Debo had drops, uh, Kendrick had multiple drops. They ended up having nine drops on the night. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to play Seattle and Seattle didn't play very well either. They they were fumbling the ball so much, yeah. And um, the game was a, kind of a sloppy game, but it made for a very drama filled 
It was tight the whole night. It made it entertaining, which is weird to say because normally a sloppy game doesn't mean it was entertaining, but it was sloppy clean in in the sense that, like, there were a lot of mistakes being made, but there were also a lot of big plays and some amazing plays happening. So So this is why I'm, like, kind of disappointed because, first off, picking off Russell Wilson, I think he only has, like, what, one pick this year other than the one. Yeah, he had one, yeah. Yeah. So that is the rarest gift that Russell Wilson would give you, especially in overtime. I think I saw. Zone. I think I saw a stat that said he's the first player in NFL history through the team's first, I think, nine games to throw twenty-two touchdowns in one pick. So nobody's ever done it before. <sighs> well, it just to get that as a defense is huge, and then to miss the field goal. I don't – I'm not mad at the field goal kicker, Mike something. He's Mike Meacham or something like that, right? You got signed like a week ago, right? Because Robbie Gold's injured. Yeah. Their Pro Bowl kicker is injured. Yeah. That's just another thing that's like, why this week? Why did that happen? have to happen this week that George Kittle and Robbie Gold and Emmanuel Sanders are all out? So I don't take a lot from this game, but – it sucks that Jimmy G kind of looked rattled late. The, the You're right, and I'm looking at his stats right here. So this season, he's been fairly accurate. He's 67.6% and had a 94 uh, rating. And tonight, it just seemed like he was either underthrowing or just sailing his passes, especially in the fourth quarter and overtime. Well, what I attribute that is, too, he's got – his number one receiver was a rookie, Debo Samuels, and his second was born. So I don't think they were getting open. They weren't getting a lot of separation. Good God, it's Kendrick Bourne. And, and they were just dropping the ball so much. Like, it was just so deflating. Whenever they would get a good pass and connection, it would just go through guys' hands and... I mean, not only so. This is what I also want to say. So, not only did they turn Russell Wilson over in the red zone, they also yeah. forced Seattle to punt it too. <laughs> yeah, so they, they did. They got it again with a chance to win, <laughs> <laughs> and they couldn't. They couldn't capitalize. It was just they didn't deserve to win. Um, they didn't deserve to be undefeated after tonight and how they played. But when they play Seattle again. Uh, and they're fully healthy, I think that game's going to turn out differently. We'll see. And the the downside for you guys was that this was at home, too. So the next time you see him is going to be in Seattle. And you know at that point that's probably going to – there's a very good potential that that is playing for division leadership right there. Um, that might be playing you, for division lead and home field throughout. Yes. Yeah, so you know Seattle's going to be rocking. Um once that game rolls around, which, by the way, I believe is the last. I think that's the very last game. It's the last Monday night game. Play it? No, I don't. Oh, I don't think it's a Monday night game. I think because that's. I don't yeah, think on the last. Uh, no, I'm looking at it right now, and all the games on week 17 are played on the 29th. Oh. I think that's like the last one of the. I think that's like the last game being played. Is it a, um, so? It's Sunday night. I don't – well, week 17 right now, it's saying there aren't any Sunday night games. There are three 125 starts. 
So, and that's Whatever. one of them. Whatever. And the Ra- <laughs> yeah. Well, so. Okay. So we talked about the Raiders schedule. We've talked about it before the Niners schedule, but their last seven games are pretty, are probably the toughest schedule in the NFL. Where it do you certainly see, would be up there. Where do you see San Francisco finishing? Okay. They're going to beat the Cardinals. So they're eight and one right now. Mm-hmm. So they, so they beat the Cardinals. So they'd be 91. They're home against the Packers. Um, and the Packers absolutely laid an egg against the Chargers um, recently. Um, so well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say they beat the Packers, and I'm going to say they lose to the Ravens. Is that in Baltimore? Yes. Okay. And then they're in New Orleans, which is a really rough place to play. Yeah, they probably lose that game. I say they lose the New Orleans game. They beat Atlanta. I think Atlanta. they match up really well with New Orleans, though, but whatever. Yeah, they beat Atlanta. They beat the Rams. And then the Seahawks one is another toss-up, but I say they lose that game, too. So 12-4. and four. I'd say they go 13-3. 13-3. Three. Which, which they match up really well against New Orleans because what was evident tonight, Lamar Jackson is going to – just gash. Jack up That's any him. game plan. Any game plan you write. What? Well, you, he's got to just mess up any game plan you write. Like, a, a way to beat a good pass rush is to just run through the O-line and get 20 yards. Or yeah. The, yeah. And that's what Russell Wilson was doing the whole night. And if Russell Wilson can do that, then pff, Lamar Jackson is just going to destroy them. But Drew Brees doesn't have that capability. That's why I think that pass rush is will make a bigger impact in that game. That's going to be Michael Thomas versus uh, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman's trash. <laughs> Hopefully, Akella Witherspoon comes back. I thought he was going to come back tonight. Well, <sighs> I mean, the Niners just weren't healthy tonight. I mean, uh, well, top I'm not, to bottom. I can't make that excuse. I just, no, I just can't. You can't. But it is something that definitely played a factor in the game. Like when you're missing maybe the top three tight end in pro football, that's a big deal. And you're missing your number one wide receiver, that's a big deal. But it's yeah, it's it's fine. And they they had the opportunity to win. That's why you can't make excuses for them. They had plenty of opportunities to win this game, and just just couldn't. Right. Um. So let's uh let's go ahead and let's make our picks for week eleven. Wait. wait um, hold on. Hold on. Closing thoughts. So, if the Niners finish twelve and four, do you think they win the division? Okay. Well, Seattle's got the Eagles, the Vikings, Rams, Panthers, Cardinals, Niners. Um, they probably beat the Eagles. That Vikings one's going to be a toss-up, but it's in Seattle, so I'd give them the benefit of the doubt. Gosh, I can see them winning all of their games coming up because the Rams have been playing so inconsistent recently. It's in Seattle, isn't it? No, that one's in Los Angeles. That doesn't really make a difference. (laughs) And then they have Carolina, (laughs) who could sneak up on the Panthers. But, I mean, again, the Seahawks are just – 
I can see them very easily beating the Panthers. They'll probably beat the Cardinals very handily, and then they have the Niners, man. That I'm telling you, that week that that week seventeen game is has the potential to be huge on both sides. All right. And then after tonight's loss, what would your power rankings look like? It's tough because New Orleans just absolutely laid an egg against the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last time we saw New England, they got their ass kicked. I'd probably, I'd probably put, and this is probably just recency biased, but I think the Ravens and the Seahawks are fighting for number one right now. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm serious. I, I, I think the Seahawks are making a case for number one right now. I mean, they just beat the Niners. I mean, they just beat the Niners. Um, and then uh, you, I think you probably have to put – and I've had the Saints above the Niners the entire, the entire season, so I can't really double back on that. Wait, are you serious right now? I, well, I have to be consistent. <laughs> the Saints um, are above the Niners. Well, I'm trying to be consistent. So, but... so you're just wrong. And I've been right all day, so I'll continue to be right. What? I don't I'm think the Niners to... fall out of that number one spot. You don't think they fall out of the number one spot? After I don't the think Seahawks they. Beat them? I don't think they. They. I don't think that loss shows that they're a worse team than what everyone thought they were. I don't they lost think... by three in a game that they could have easily won by three. Like that game was so close. I don't think you can take anything from it. You know, I'm not. I'm not taking anything from the Niners. I'm adding something to the Seahawks. I'm not diminishing the fact that the Niners are a good team. I'm just saying the Seahawks beat them, so they're better. But the Seahawks lost to the Saints. Who who else did they lose to? Uh, I think they had a bad loss, I think. I can't remember. (laughs) Oh, the Ravens. They lost to the Ravens. So they lost to arguably the two, I mean, two teams that are making a case for the best team in the NFL. So, it doesn't matter in the sense that the the teams who you're talking about being the best teams in the NFL all belong to the NFC. Yeah, but it, it <laughs> they all belong to the NFC. Besides the Ravens. <laughs> and the Patriots. It's three to one. No, the the Patriots would be in there. Three to two. But I think you'd you'd lean to the NFC first. Should we do a um Thunderdome on our new power rankings? Thunderdome of the new power rankings. I mean, we could, but I feel like we could save it for the next the next episode and develop an argument for it. Let's just, let's get let's give it till let's give it till Saturday's episode. We'll have some time to mull it over, okay. um, and then because uh, nothing will have changed other than the Thursday night game, um, which right. is the Steelers and the Browns. So that's not going to affect anything. I'm about to bring some heat. So there you go. Uh, for everybody who's listening, that'll be next week. Thunderdome power. No rankings. way you knock the Niners out. We'll see. We'll see. There's no way. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll God. see. Um, You're so dumb, Jesus. <laughs> it'll, be a, <laughs> it'll be a fun Thunderdome. <laughs> so we uh, we are on our we're on our picks. Um, oh, I that's believe, right. That's what we were doing. <laughs> I believe the record is five to three. Yeah, I think it's five three. Um, 
So we actually don't have with the episode that we were going to release for this week. We never did. So we don't have our picks from last week. So we're going five, three. So we're going Steelers Browns. Browns are at home. Browns. Okay. So I got the steel curtain. Um, so let me write this down real quick. All right, cool. So I got the Steelers. You got the Browns. So Redskins at home against the Jets. Wow, that's gross. <laughs> uh, Jets. Yeah, I'm going Jets too. Um, Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins at home against the Bills. Bills. Yeah. Uh, Colts. Jags. Colts are at home. Is Jacoby coming back? Not sure. <laughs> but Nick Foles is back. Nick Foles is back, which, which is, is such super, a shame. It's so sneaky. Yeah. They could make know. the playoffs. I think the Colts win. God, I hope not. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go Colts too. Um, and then we got, let's see, Lions-Cowboys. Lions are at home. That's going to be a tough game for the Cowboys. It's Dallas. Do I want to do it? I really want to. I don't think Matthew, Matthew Stafford was didn't play last year so, or last week, so I don't know Ooh, if he's going to be right. in. You're right. Just to save you that pick. I think if Matt. Oh, by the way, that I think ended Stafford's 138 game uh, starting streak. That really stinks. Um, That's like all he was good for. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's cold. Um, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll go Cowboys too because I I you're right. I'm not sure if they're gonna imagine um, being a Lions fan. Ritter. Oh yeah, we got a uh, Matt Stafford this year. Um, that's about it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't really want him to be our quarterback, but we paid him too much, so now he Ooh, has to. Yeah. Ooh. I think if Stafford's there, that ends up being a tougher game for the Cowboys. But yeah, Cowboys. Uh, Ravens are at home against the Texans. Got the Ravens. I'm going to go. Ooh, is he going to do it? He might. I'm going to go Houston. Okay. Uh, that'll be fun watching Lamar play against. Um... Deshaun. Gosh, why did I blank on his name? That's going to be it's... so cool. That's terrible. That's going to be fun. Two up and coming quarterbacks. That's that's going to be really fun. Um, Bucks Saints. Bucks are at home. Saints. Yeah. Uh, Panthers. They better Falcons. win this game. I know. <laughs> um, Panthers are home against the Falcons. Panthers. Yeah. Vikings are at home against Denver. Vikings. Mm-hmm. Niners. Okay. Niners are at home against the Cardinals. Come on, move on. Come on. I come know. On. Raiders are at home against the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> Oakland. I swear. I swear. If they lose this game, I'm not rooting for them the rest of the season. Even if they make I, the playoffs. I just no, I'm I'm gonna whoever they play in the playoffs, I'm just if they play the Patriots in the playoffs, I'll buy a Patriots jersey. I, they, <laughs> they need to win that game because honestly, they've been playing teams tough that you'd look at maybe at the beginning of the year and go, oh, the Raiders were going to lose that game, and they've been beating those teams. In order to make the playoffs and to make that leap as that team, they need to beat the teams they're supposed to beat. And that's, I feel like it's such a trap game against a team who's still searching for their first win. Um, 
I I am going to be inconsolable if they lose that game. Um, so yeah, I got I'll the Raiders. I got the Raiders too. Uh, Eagles are at home against the Patriots. Fly Eagles, fly baby. Dude, I wanted. I'm doing it too. I really want the Eagles to win. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with them too. Um, I'm gonna roll with the Eagles too on that one. Let's just let's let's hope the Eagles' hot streak continues. Um, Rams are at home against the Bears. These are two bad teams, or mm-hmm. two teams that have played bad lately. It's a team that's defense could win them the game, but also a team in the Rams that their offense might be able to win just in terms of they may be able to put up enough points to where Chicago can't match that number. So Yeah, I'm going to go L.A. Okay. I think we're going to be the same on the Chargers and Chiefs, so we're going to have to go different on a game. So I think for – Are we only different on – Two. So I – you normally look back and and go to change your picks. I'll I'll uh, I'll take the Bears. Um, no. Yeah. I'm picking Washington. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I just solved our problem. No, 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 no. But you don't believe in it. Why? Okay, fine. Oh, Bears, Rams, and then you're gonna go Redskins, Jets. So let's make this interesting and let's go five teams. I'm picking Chargers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let it mow for a second. <laughs> You're just spitting stuff out. Uh, where did we go? Where did we go same? We went same on Jags Colts. Yeah. Oh, I might be able to switch to the Jags. Dude, what? I, I just solved our problem. No, you didn't because I solved our problem first. I said Bears. And then, and then I you... unsolved it and then solved it again. You didn't solve it again. Are you picking L.A.? Oh, no, I thought you were saying the Chargers as a joke. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You're serious? Yeah, I will pick the Chargers. I was going to flip on the Jags. Nah. Because I, like that. I feel like that's just way makes way more sense. If to I want to beat you, the- I want to beat you with your picks. <sighs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Chiefs Chargers. (laughs) So we're different on five games. They're ready to go. (laughs) I think that's probably like the most we've ever been different on. I think we've done five one other time, and that was it. Dang, Uh, should I be dirty and pick the Patriots, though? (laughs) Gross. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll pick... uh, 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 I don't know where else I would pick differently. We should just do a week like the last week where we just pick different on every single game. <laughs> yeah, we can't have the same thing. Yeah, and some of these get stuck with Cincy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's do a quick side note because we haven't talked about them. And all quick side note on the Kings. Uh, Kings Kings are three and six. Woo! Well, there's your side. They note haven't the played in forever. <laughs> <laughs> Big news though: De'Aaron Fox is out three weeks. That what? Yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah, let me look it up real quick. Well, all hope is lost now. Like He injured himself in practice. Hmm, great. Because they haven't played a game. Well, yeah. that he sustained a left ankle sprain. He'll be reevaluated in three to four weeks. Medical update. Yep, there it is. Great. Well, um, side note on the Kings. Uh, the fan base is on suicide watch. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, we have given up all hope for the rest of the season. 
Um, and the Suns are quietly six and three. Look at that. Is there any way that the Kings beat a team in Portland that has not played very well either? Tomorrow? No, I don't think so. I don't. I think, think so. they're getting it done, and then they're going to beat uh, LA <laughs> on Friday. Yeah, why do they have such long gaps between their games right now? <laughs> it's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. They go, it's hilarious. So they went Friday, then they play t- t- Tuesday, which is tomorrow. Then they go Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, Friday, Sunday. Like they have hmm. huge gaps in between uh, their schedules. It must be nice to be an NBA player. All you have to do is work every three days. Load management. <laughs> Yeah, the Kings definitely need some load management. Yeah, what'd you think about Kawhi Leonard sitting out those games and the Clippers electing to have him sit out those games? Because um, that was a, that was actually a big topic over the past few weeks. It's weird that it's this it's like happening this early, but I mean, he won a ring last year doing the same thing. So why wouldn't he do do it again? Well, somebody had made the note that he did just he did play a ton of minutes in the playoffs. Oh my um, gosh! So, I think I think you're right. It is weird that it's happening early in this season, but as long as he's staying healthy, I don't really see why it matters. Um, yeah, what a game against Milwaukee is that going to be huge later down the road? No, no. And as long as the Clippers are winning, then it really doesn't matter. Um, but it is it is it sucks as a fan? As a fan, you, yes. You pay. Like, real money to go see a Clippers-Milwaukee game that should be really good. And you hear that Kawhi Leonard is sitting when he's perfectly healthy. Yes. As a it fan, you're right. look bad. But if this is a game about winning championships, then you can't knock the guy for it. Yeah. You want to know what the best thing is, though? And the most important thing is? <clears throat> You know who the 15th and last seed in the Western Conference is? Uh, the Pelicans? The Golden State Warriors. Well, Steph's like out I the know. whole year, right? I know. But it's still so nice to see. And Just I, looking at the standing. I, I know. And it's great. Let's have a postseason without the Warriors. I love it. Just kind of wish uh, the Kings would have taken their spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'm good on uh, on all of our sports talk. We got probably about ten minutes left before we hit our hour and a half. Uh, yeah, what do you want to talk about? Cap, unless we want to just end it now. No, no. What do you want to talk about? Um, I guess something recently that uh, I really kind of thought I was thinking about movies. Um, recently. Wait, this isn't fifty minutes, or we're not adding this to the other episode we did, right? Yeah, we are. So this is going to be a lot longer. Yeah, like I said. So the so I don't. I hopefully nobody notices, but at the, about the thirty minute mark of this episode, uh, it cut, uh, and we just we're adding this back half onto it. So together, right now, we're sitting at about an hour and twenty two minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, sorry. So sorry to yeah. delay time. No, it's all good. Just so everybody knows. Um, so we can. Yeah, we'll just we'll. We'll take it to an hour and a half, so we got about seven minutes left. Um, I uh, I was thinking about movies recently, and I'll tell you what I. You had asked me this question. It might have been on the episode that we didn't release, 
but you had asked me like what my favorite movie of all time is. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> right now, as it stands right now, there, it might be the Martian. Really? Yeah. I, I ended up rewatching that movie recently and then I caught another part of it uh, on TV. And first of all, Matt Damon is my favorite actor of all time, but that movie as a whole is just, I absolutely love that movie and putting that movie up next to like gladiator for me and um, like the dark Knight. It's the Martian might be my favorite movie of all time. Um, not saying it's like my favorite franchise because obviously it's just a standalone movie, but it, I, I think it's it's making a case right now for me as as my favorite movie ever. Hmm. So I don't know how many times you've seen that movie. I've seen it quite a few times. It's on uh, it's on like FX a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was actually just on recently. Um. And then here's another side note that kind of came out. You know the Disney Plus streaming service that's going on? Mm-hmm. Well, I saw an article that said, um, or like the, the, the head honcho of uh, Marvel, Kevin Feige. Feige, yeah, however you pronounce his last name, uh, said that in order to keep up with MCU movie timeline, you're going to have to be watching the shows. No way. Yeah. Of course, he, is, of course he said that. Which I don't know if it's I want business to play. buy into, but that is going to be a real bummer if that's the case, I think. How much is Disney Plus? Uh, uh, let's see. It is going to be... Oh, it's going to be $6 a month. That's actually not that bad. $69.99 a year. Actually not that bad. That's actually not that much. <laughs> But, I did not realize it, but still, like that. I think that's. Have you seen um, trailers on the Mandalorian? I mean, I who hasn't? I have. <laughs> They've been shoving those down my throat on TV. Yeah, yeah they have been. I'm really excited for that. Um, just in the, I don't know how much you um, have seen the uh, the cast for that. I haven't um, seen it at all. But Pedro Pascal is the Mandalorian, and I Ooh. love Pedro Pascal as an actor. Who is that? Uh, well, he's Pedro Pascal. <laughs> that doesn't give me any context. <laughs> I know. Um, he was actually in uh, Game of Thrones from 2011 to 2019. He was also the main guy in Narcos. He was in Kingsman. The Golden Circle. He Wait. was Matt Damon's um, co co star in I don't want to say co host in The Great Wall, and he was in the most recent uh, The Triple Frontier. Oh, he's him. He's the Mandalorian. He's uh, Prince Oberyn from Game of Thrones. There you go. Great actor. Love him. Love him. Um, and Tom uh, Favreau's directing. Directing, yeah. Dang, but from the fat guy in Rudy to directing Marvel movies and Star Wars shows. Look at him, right? <laughs> He's a little old to be the Mandalorian. I don't even know what the Mandalorian is set as. Isn't it like 
Boba Fett. Well, you're making. I mean, he's wearing a mask, so technically, all he really needs to lend is his voice. Unless I don't know how often they're gonna have him it's out of good the helmet. voice. Yeah, I don't know how often they're gonna have him out of the helmet. So they better. I don't know. I if need it's to see be a... some sex scenes. <laughs> it's Star Wars. Boba Fett. Boba Fett sex scene. Got Disney like, Plus. <laughs> you got him in like this octopus-looking Star Wars creature. Mommy. Don't you want uh, to watch the Mandalorian? What's <laughs> oh, oh, a man. fight scene? Yeah, I don't know where to go from that. <laughs> so, how does Disney Plus work? Does it like you get access to all of Disney's products? I think it's going to be mainly worked kind of like Netflix. Like they're going to have selections of Disney movies that you can play and then exclusive Disney shows. So I don't think all of the Marvel movies are going to be available at launch. At least that's what I read. Not all of them are going to be available. So really, uh, yeah, a big chunk of them are, but I don't think every single one is going to be available. Hmm. So, um, what's your but, favorite Disney movie? What's my favorite Disney movie? Oh gosh. Um, it does Pixar is Pixar involved in Disney Plus? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question, and that's something that'll probably be um, uh, addressed. I mean, we'll know right away. Um, yeah. Talking about Disney, like, are you including Marvel movies? Because technically, oh, Marvel is definitely included in Disney Plus. Oh yeah, yeah I know, Pixar is in it. But you said are on the uh, the front. Right, but when you ask like, "What's your favorite Disney movie?" are are you in, are you lumping in the Marvel movies with that? Or are no, you, are I wouldn't. You, I wouldn't. So you're talking about like Disney animated movies then? Yeah, that's tough. I, I love that. I love Toy Story three, and Zootopia for me was hilarious. I loved Zootopia. Are they Disney? Uh, yeah. Oh, and the Emperor's New Groove. I just they're Disney too. Everything's Disney. <laughs> you and I are Disney. <laughs> I would I would happily sell my soul for a contract with Disney. I would love to work for Disney. That'd be great. Um so Disney, if you're listening, sponsor the show. We'll we'll talk about you every episode. You'll get amazing publicity. Gosh, don't you just love the great job that Disney's doing with this Disney Plus streaming mm-hmm. service? It's amazing. Can't Gosh. say enough good things about them. Guys. Go right now online to sign up for just seven nine six ninety nine a month. You'll get you access. Get, you get access to Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. All the family fun stuff you need. It's a deal you can't refuse. Look at these new upcoming series that Disney that are going to be available on Disney Plus: The Mandalorian, Lady and the Tramp. Phenomenal. High School Musical, The Musical Outstanding. The Hero Project for Marvel. Wow. Monsters at Work. Can't think of anything better. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oscar worthy. Which I think that's what Kevin Feige is talking about with will have impact on movies. Yeah. And like WandaVision. And uh, Loki. Yeah. WandaVision. (laughs) And Marvel Studios What If. That could be very good. That'll be fun. That'll the be Simpsons fun. will be on Disney Plus. Well, there you go. Just another reason. In four hours, you guys should go and sign up 
<laughs> We're the best salesmen ever. Gosh, and this I is the best show ever. I'd sell out so fast. Right. <laughs> uh, we're the best salesmen ever, and this is the best podcast ever. And if you've stayed with us this long, then you obviously know that already. So um, thank you all so that. much for listening to episode 24. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. Uh, we should be back on our normal schedule coming up. There's nothing yeah, if huge Jason coming. doesn't have busy stuff and doesn't want to freaking release episodes that we spent a long time recording. Hey, we had our reasons. <laughs> uh, so thank you all so much for listening. We will be back on Saturday just like uh, just like our normal schedule. And uh, we will see you all then. Have a fantastic week. Fantastic.